Hello, Blake Walker, podcast mogul here. Um, just some quick announcements right off the bat. I now own uh, multiple podcasts, and so I've started a podcast network. It's called Ox, as you just heard, and it's it's blowing up. I think I think it's going to be real big. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, a network owner. And so my media empire grows. And if you want to be on the Ox Network, my advice to you is get in line. <laughs> There's a lot of people who would love, who would kill to be on this. It ain't cheap, folks. Blake is basically the Aaron Spelling of podcasts now. I barely get that reference. <laughs> I'm the Mark Zuckerberg of shitty recording. I was trying to think of the one that was always at the end of Wheel of Fortune, like the old 70s and 80s produce uh, production company uh, that was always. I just remember the one on Magnolia that was like a parody of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Partridge. Or... Yeah, Partridge. Whatever that guy's name was. The Dying Man. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Magnolia. We're here to talk about my podcast network. <laughs> And how it's just kind of interacts and interchanges with all aspects of media and uh, life and social networking. Blake, for about five seconds during that last monologue, <laughs> was holding the weirdest like Zen pose, like he was well, like he was meditating. Since I became Palm, a, palms up on the knees, just since I became a mogul, I have gotten into meditation. Obviously, hot yoga. These are the things you do when you're like when well when you work in tech, sure, and sure. get really big. You have to do these kind of things to sort of decompress. Yeah, get that stress out of there. And yeah, and get get ready to go back in and code. Because that's where my real background is, is 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 hard coding. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, to recap, there are two podcasts now, therefore, network. I'll <laughs> talk about the other one later. Maybe Adam will give me his ideas for more podcasts. Sure. We should probably talk about toys, though. Absolutely. Do you have a little, before we kick it off, do you have a little, any teaser about what kind of toys we're going to talk about? What uh, toy topics? We've got, we've got... Uh, listener questions. We got trash toys that we're going to talk about. Yes. We've got maybe glow in the dark toys we're going to talk yes. about. We could talk about new toys that we've purchased. Um, we could. We. The world is is your oyster, Blake. My detoffs. I made minute changes oh, yes. to them, and we can talk about it for half an hour. Which or so. I noticed immediately. Yes. Which has got to be a sign. You. Which has got to be a sign that you've done a good job on your detoffs. If someone notices right away that they've changed. Either that or the person is a giant yeah, loser. It's a sign that you're a dork lord. <laughs> no one else, like a non-toy person would be like, what the fuck? Or they just ignore it. If Josh came in here right now, he would not notice a difference in that. He'd be like, look, at, look at all these Batmans. Uh, what is there? Are there like 12 more Batmans? I don't see what's different. <laughs> Bat he, he can't tell the difference between any of the Batmans, and yep. it makes me so angry. Uh, on that note, let's just... Let's start the show, shall we? Sure. We're talking motherfucking toys with Adam and Blake. Your plastic joy isn't it great? There's no money left over for your kids or wife. 
So welcome to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. As I said, I'm Blake Walker, toy activist. And I'm Adam Timish. Are we not doing the, our joke anymore? Um, Are we retiring that joke? No, I mean, we can do different things, but I didn't have one, did you? I did have one. Okay, go ahead. You start. Uh, welcome to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. I'm your host with me. <laughs> Damn it, I messed it up. Messed up your name. I'm your host, Adam, and with me, as always, is the 2018 Mego line to my 1971 Mego line, Blake Walker. Marty Abrams, baby. I think he's just as good in either era, so I take, take that as a compliment. My, my other one was going to be uh, the Chris O'Donnell to my Burt Ward, but <laughs> okay. I wanted to keep it on the, on the, toy, uh, yeah. the toy spectrum. I mean, that would be acceptable but also are either of them any any good no nah, i i really was going back and forth like well who's the better one and <laughs> figured you got to go with the og I yeah guess. yeah all right so that that introduces things what topic you want to you want to go off can go I, off on first can i kick off on uh, with an in- embarrassing admission just real quick all right this, this will be like a, called, two, a 30 uh, second thing c- confession Confessions. Okay, we're dropping in the shelf life confessions. These are my confessions, and that's playing right now. Okay, so let's let's walk through our theme song real quick. (laughs) We're talking motherfucking toys. Walk me through it with Adam and Blake. Mm -hmm. They're plastic joys, isn't it? Great. It's pure plastic joy. You don't even know. Those next few lines that are high pitch, I have never oh, known what shit. those say. <laughs> well, you didn't even know that it was pure plastic joy. Oh, apparently not. I mean, the, what you said works too, technically, but that's, that's not what, what I it hear. Is. Okay. What, okay. So what I wrote doesn't really make good grammatical sense, <laughs> but it's, and we're buying figures. Okay. Well, see, now I will never not hear that. Isn't so that's it great? Dope. And we're buying figures. I, I don't it. know why. That's just what I stuck in there. Okay. I was like, you know, someday we'll re-record this and make a better theme song. Sure. So, well, when we do the it. when we do the hip hop remix of that song, it'll be great. Remix. <laughs> We're buying figures and no, I don't. I'm not even going to try and freestyle something there. R. Kelly is canceled, so I can't do Ignition. Pure Remix. Plastic Joys, and we're buying figures. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, now I know. The, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You should have seen my first draft. It was way worse. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. Um, uh, that was Confessions. Thank I you. I don't care where we kick off. Have you bought anything new this week? Yes. Thanks for asking and for noticing. What I got was at Target. This is weird. I didn't expect to see this at Target. The uh, Deadpool moped with uh, um, dog pool and squirrel pool box set. They had uh, one three pack. Oh my god! Um, I asked that, that I asked that everyone turn off their phones. That when they was come into not the professional studio. of me. I apologize. No, who's calling? Put them on. As my ex-wife, immediate rejection. <laughs> Ouch, folks! It can only happen here. Ex-wife. <laughs> I don't know. There's a joke in there somewhere. Anyway, three pack, two animals, one Deadpool, and a moped. And a moped. So that, but I didn't expect to see that box. Uh, it was the only one they had at Target. Snatch it up for $40, $40 US plus tax. It's uh, good to find um, it at a place like Target because I've actually seen it other local places. 
but like smaller shops, like it was at Comic Cave or it was at Entertain Mart. Probably so for it, a lot more. Yeah, it was automatically like five or ten bucks more. So. I never saw it at Comic Cave. It must have went fast. Yeah. So it's it's nice to to see it at a, a big box store. I could have got it on Hasbro Pulse like a month ago for the same price, maybe cheaper. But like, I think it was just that it was literally in my hands. That's yeah. what it took to motivate me to get it. Been there, sister. Yeah, like one, it's it's better. A toy in the hand is worth two online. Is yep. that? I no, that's exactly. That I mean, it's not even a saying. It's scientific fact. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird phenomenon. I I think it's hardwired into us as humans that we we like it better if this plastic thing is in our right a corporeal right here in in our hands. So about that, I did a lot of rearranging, but I'm trying to think of, oh, here's what I bought. Um, Adam gave me a hot tip. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> You're welcome. Walmart.com, and I think they're out of it now, but Walmart.com briefly had the Captain Marvel binary form Walmart exclusive figure of Marvel Legends. One that this guy listed as his grail in the I last I called it episode. a grail. <laughs> then... Here, here's the thing about Grails. Walmart put it back on their website for the masses. I think that makes it no longer a Grail. I think so. Also, the prices dropped on eBay for it. So, oh yeah, because I told you, just like I said last time, there's some <laughs> mysterious warehouse where they were housing all of those, and they finally unleashed them. But it dropped from like eighty dollars or ninety dollars to like fifty or sixty. Eh, okay, and some so people are selling it for a little less. So they're still trying to gouge you. But the point is, I got I got that. I got the Jude Law character. So I completed my Captain Marvel set, and I couldn't be happier. The only way I could be happier if is if there were a real Jude Law head that I could put on <laughs> this silly-ass Yon rog figure. Yeah, totally. Um, but she looks good. I didn't realize you'd... I didn't notice that right away, but you've already got her up and displayed. Yep, so I... I ripped open that box like a child on christmas <laughs> and she's on a flight stand next to star force captain marvel looking good in green also on a flight stand they're both flying into action with power effects nice nice work what i did was i took a, a pink like flame punch power effect off of a black panther walmart exclusive black panther and put it on Star Force Captain Marvel's fist to give her a little effect. I did this before I had the binary, of course. Because she's really speeding through that that space. Right. Void. Well, I mean, it's she her powers, or she shoots like projectile plasma, whatever, out of her fists and shit. Yeah. So represent that. The binary Captain Marvel kind of looks like she's holding two pumpkins. It's these uh or these orange orbs. <laughs> <laughs> that go on her hands. Um, they're cool, but it is a little bit like she's holding two pumpkins. Just my thoughts. All right. Really cool uh, transparent hair and arm effects. Looking good. I wish it were longer hair that was kind of flowing, like floating. A yeah. floating effect. Like the um, not as long, but the Dark Phoenix figure that they came out with had the kind of flowing yeah. out hair, wild They hair. never really make... Customizers always have to do the 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 super flowy hair because yeah. they never really do it right. Christina Cruz kills it. She's the yeah, she's the hair queen of the internet. She does insane hair that's like eight miles long <laughs> and um, 
flies all over the place. What did I get anything else? I haven't been getting a lot since last we spoke. I think that might be it. Captain Marvel's the Deadpool. Did you get anything? Um, as always, I've purchased a few things that I'll be waiting a few months on. Uh, um, okay. I, uh, just for sanity's sake, I don't talk about dollars anymore, so I've invented a new currency for discussing action figures called, um, Meals from My Children's Mouth. <laughs> and okay. so, uh, let's see, so I got, um, the NECA SDCC exclusive, um, Ninja Turtle pack that and has- how many meals did that uh, rob that was, your child of? That was- uh, 25 meals from my child's oh, mouth. Oh, wow, okay. Um, They'll be hungry for a while. Yeah, um, and that includes Splinter, Shredder, and Two Foot Clan. Um, I also got the NECA SDCC exclusive. Um, both of the two packs, one with Superman and a Xenomorph. Oh, yeah. And one with Armored Batman and a Predator. Uh, that was approximately 20 meals from my children's mouth. They're starving more and more every day. Uh, and then finally, on complete impulse, I was absolutely resolved not to do this. And then just last minute, complete complete compulsion, I uh, got on and pre-ordered uh, Mezco's SDCC exclusive, which is the Gomez Street Edition. Because <laughs> you got to have... Do you already have another... I, I have the Agent Edition. You have to yeah. have both Gomez's. Yeah. And luckily, though, the nice thing about that is I managed to get it, and it was only 18 meals from my children's okay. mouth. So That's a bargain, really. Yeah, really. That means they only uh, go hungry for, let's see, how many days? Let's see, it's 65 meals divided by three meals a day. I don't know what that works out It's to. like a month. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be hungry for a month. You know, yeah. kids have gone longer. No big deal, but man, they'll have a great set of figures to look at. And it's worth it. I mean, it's it's totally worth it. Better than food. Absolutely. Better than paying rent. Um, can I just bring up a gripe with... I know I'm looking a gift horse in the mouth, but my gripe with NECA's two packs, the Superman and Batman ones you mentioned with the Predator and the Alien. Yeah. I wanted that blue and gray Batman, not not in this mecha suit, the regular that yeah. they showed us versus the Alien. Where's that guy? <laughs> oh, buddy. Come here. Sit on my lap for a second. I got All right. I got things to tell you. I'm sitting on Adam's lap. They have know. pretty much... So they don't... They only usually do San Diego exclusives. This year, they are doing New York exclusives as well. Hmm. And although those have not been officially uh, announced, they have all but confirmed that it'll be two more two-packs, one with Green Lantern and one with the Blue Batman that you miss so much. Okay, good, because if they don't do him for that, I will light myself on fire. And I think that one's also going to have the white the white xenomorph that looks I, resembles Joker. I don't like this Joker xenomorph. Well, you can throw him I'll in the I'll throw garbage. it away, and I'll keep the really <laughs> legitimately cool-looking Batman. What is the Green Lantern one going to be? I don't know if it's another xenomorph or if it's a Predator uh, one. I'm not familiar with the source material. We need a different so. alien like for him to go up against. I'm thinking you got to display where... Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, and a Predator are all f- fighting, what, four Xenomorphs at this point? Would not be a bad a bad little display to have. Yeah, yeah. Kind of an alien, or like an alien DC versus Predator. Wait, no. DC, DC Predator. Predator versus Alien. Yeah, that, that, should, that type of thing. That's Ash, a Zack Snyder franchise. Ash from ever. Evil Dead needs to be in there, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a given. <laughs> okay, get off my lap now. All right. Back to my microphone. That's what we call uh, space work, spatial comedy. <laughs> it works great on podcasts. 
Um, can I talk about <laughs> briefly about my rearranging, which sure. is very, very fascinating. There, I think there's a segment of listeners that like the display customizing side of of you, our content, and then there's other people that just and I have a little bit of content on both of those topics. Okay. And of course they do. Like, we are toy collectors. We're obsessed with display. That's the whole thing of it. So I cleared off a Detolf shelf because I can't bring myself to buy a fourth one. I, and I've run out of room is the problem. I was going to say, you just don't really have room. I don't have room <laughs> and I have too many Marvel Legends. A bunch of them were in a box. I wanted to display more, put them in better groups and teams and stuff like that. But getting a fourth Detolf from Ikea is a step into the craziness of, of toy hoarding that I'm not ready to make at this <laughs> point in my life. So I cleared off one shelf and I kind of, I don't know why I didn't do this way earlier, uh, combined all my Greg Capullo designer series, Batman stuff into one area. They're tightly packed in there, but it looks pretty sharp. I think yeah. it works. It works. Um, and then now I have three shelves that are just Marvel Legends, and there's a lot more room. So I got my shelf is just Black Panther, a shelf with random X-Men stuff, including like 92 Jim Lee stuff and some modern stuff just kind of tossed in there. And a bunch of Deadpool shoved yeah. in a corner. <laughs> a bunch of Deadpools in the corner, including the moped. Um, Gwenpool off to the side. And then kind of out in front, is my sad attempt at starting a uh, the, the the black and gray X Force team? Yeah, uh, I need to get myself a black and gray Deadpool, gray pool. Um, <laughs> who else? Who else? I'll hand some of that off to you if I decide not. Here's the problem. Wait, what do you mean? What? Well, I've got a gray Deadpool, and I go back and forth on mm. selling him or not. Not give him to me. I keep thinking all I want is the 90s stuff. And then every time they announce more X-Men or more X-Force, there's always at least one character that goes with yeah. some of the sets I'm wanting to get away. And it's like, it's like, well, then I'll have that character and won't have anyone to display with them. It's a crazy, crazy world we live in, Blake. Well, that's how they get you. You yeah. just keep adding oh, no. to your team displays. Hasbro has perfected this into an art They've as far as getting you to buy figures that you don't want Mattel, just like this yeah. i mean like i've yeah, complained yeah, before yeah. about the spider-man wave that i didn't want but bought because i wanted that shadow king body yeah mattel was god awful at that hasbro got it down to a science it took them 10 years but they really have got us by the nuts yeah um now what were you saying um yeah, you should. Oh, I was saying that if I decide to get rid of those then yeah, yeah, yeah but i no, i i understand your dilemma here um, what I've got is Domino and X-23. <laughs> um, and I'll talk about my, uh, X-23 modification in a moment, but who am I missing other than the gray pool of the black and gray look of, for the X-Force? Honestly, since they've started like their whole X-Men push a couple years ago, um, the only ones that are officially part of that group i think are the x-23 and the gray deadpool but the next wave that come out comes out has a, a black and gray wolverine yes and and seeing that is i think it's what inspired me to start a little 
team display of them. Because... And it's what's also inspired me to not yeah, get rid of yeah, 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 mine. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, a Wolverine. Now, coming. now this team is three strong. I've got to. I got to uh, reenact the comic book cover with Wolverine yep. and Deadpool <laughs> and all my favorite friends. Oh shit. Well, okay. There's an Archangel. They made a uh, X Force. Isn't there an X Force box that's like an ST? Yeah, there was an exclusive that had. I'm never uh, going to be able to afford that. No, it had Archangel and I think Warpath. Is that his name? Warpath is a guy. Was he in there? I think so. Was Psylocke also? Wasn't she in there? Yeah. And but those, but see, it's easy for me to reconcile this problem because those were like released years ago yeah. and not part of this like kind of new resurgence. I know, of but X-Men. like. The the comic book covers that I want to recreate, they all have Archangel on them. Yeah. And they also all have Psylocke on them. But I would not be surprised if they would not, if they're not, wouldn't eventually reissue. Yeah. Those. The way they do remakes, they'll, they'll do it. Yeah. As, especially their uh, Comic-Con exclusive stuff. They've gone crazy with just remake, like reusing those molds. Right. Pissing off fans <laughs> to... To no end. Uh, but that Wolverine looks fire. I just love... I've realized how much I love getting Wolverine figures. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of my favorite characters he's, since childhood. He's basically the Spider-Man of the X-Men waves. Is that yeah. every single wave needs a Wolverine. Yeah. So I've got four of them, I mean, within eye shot here. <laughs> and they're all great. Um, And I can't wait to get the fifth, the black and gray suit one. Yeah, I finally canceled the pre-order. They've been slowly announcing those like weird, some of the like 80th anniversary figures. And one of them is a Logan with a cowboy hat. And I originally (laughs) pre-ordered him and then finally was like, wait, why do I need a Logan with a cowboy hat? There are a few, even though I love Wolverine and Logan, um, there are a few that I don't feel I have to own. I don't feel I have to own cowboy hat one, but he's got a new hat. What about motorcycle? I don't feel, I mean, it's kind of cool. I don't have room for a motorcycle, I don't think. And I mean, he's cool. And then there's the one that comes with the Sentinel and he's cool too. I don't fucking know. Yeah. All this stuff is just costing me too, too much cheddar. <laughs> um, that's the real, the real problem. Cheddar that should be going to your children's mouths. My my future children that I'll never have because of my toy habit. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have any place to fit the Sentinel either. <laughs> yeah. How tall? It's like, is it 18 inches? I want to say it is. If it's Maybe. 18 inches, it may literally not fit in yeah. the detolf shelf. You'll have to have it like. I thought it was like 12, but God, 18. That's that's. I'll have enormous. to check. I've got it. It's one of those ones I like. Was really excited and pre-ordered and bought, yeah. and then it immediately went into a closet, and I haven't even looked at yeah, it. Yeah, so. I'm like, I feel like I would appreciate that shit more. I don't know, oh, man. Okay, so you're closeting. You're your- asking me for it, is what you're saying. No, no, I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> I'm saying out of the goodness of your heart, you should just give me your closet. Okay. Uh, I just feel bad for all those toys in the closet. Like it's Toy Story, and they're all locked away, and eventually they'll get displayed. Do you think if they have a secret life where they come alive like Toy Story that every time you go into the closet and actually pick one up, then later on they're like, he held me. He no, actually held me. Here, Here is the exact persona of every single f- closet figure I have. 
they are all the prospector from Toy Story 2, where he was never taken out of the mm. package, and as such is a very bitter, it evil villain. It turned him into a yeah. nightmare Kelsey Grammer. So that is, uh, all my closet is just a bunch of a bunch of evil toy villains. Well, that makes sense, because you and I are both the Cheeto Finger Man, <laughs> who is a disgusting creep who uh, drools on the couch. I and, forget what he does. And is obsessed with completing his woody's roundup collection absolutely that's me i i am the chicken man is so great because i feel like it was made for us collect it makes fun of us collectors but also there's so many like collector specific jokes in it oh yeah like before it was a, a thing that was really popular i don't know here's here's who i think i think i'm the cheeto fingered man and you're the old man that comes in uh-huh. and fixes uh-huh. the toys. I think that's if who I we could so better. Like he's me, except he's actually better at at doing things. He has better skills. I yes. don't have very many skills at all. Um, speaking of skills, um, quick customizers corner. Customizers corner. Uh, so uh, your X twenty three needs an upgrade. You got this thing a while back with your sasquatch wave and now you're bored with it even though she's a pretty cool character and you don't know what to do take that unmasked uh she wolverine head which i always thought was a really cool sculpt you know the laura kenny unmasked but when you put it on the uh, uh wolverine i felt that it was like too big didn't look quite right did did you get that impression or no? yeah i think we talked about it at one point yeah we probably already done the podcast I, for some reason, it took me several months to put that head on the X-23. I don't know why she's decided to take off her mask in this scenario, but she just did. Maybe it was chafing her. <laughs> um, and it looked way better on the um, like the X-Force X-23 than it did on the Wolverine body. Let me throw a conspiracy theory at you. All right, Alex Jones, let what, me hear it. What if that head... Was never meant to be an alt head for the blue and yellow oh, Wolverine. Shit. What if they meant it as one of those extra packed heads for the other X23? They just never told you. Everyone assumed it went on the blue and yellow. But. Yeah. No, I like the I like that theory because it could be true. Like there's no way to disprove it, really. Right. Yeah. Don't they show, it, show that, me the lie. That, <laughs> that's usually for a build figure, to oh, be fair. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. What if X-23 was a build <laughs> I mean, they did hit monkey and shit, so it's not that far off base. So I put that head on, on her, and uh, she looks cool, like, for a no-mask look. But I was like, well, the hair is kind of straight down, not very action-y. What if I put the take the windswept action pose hair off of the masked X-23? Oh, God. Glue it onto the other head. You are blowing my mind. That's how I've got her displayed right now in an action pose, windswept hair, but the unmasked Laura Kinney face. And that's how you do a customizer corner. <laughs> if you only you nailed could, it. If you could see it. If you could see it, you'd be kissing my ass right now and asking me to make a custom for you, but I'll... You know what? Actually, I already posted it on my Instagram, didn't I? Yes, you did. Spoiled the whole podcast. At basically. Shelf Life Podcast. Yeah. Well, it's called teasing, not spoiling. But yeah, check her out. Check out the, the modifications I did to my X23. It's fun stuff, guys. I have a uh, Avengers Endgame tease for you. 
I'd like to uh, tease that Tony Tony Stark dies at the end. It's hey, a tease. Hey, hey. No, no, no. It's a tease. It's a tease. <laughs> no, this is how you do a tease for that movie. Okay. <laughs> let's just say I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil the end. Let's just say not all the Avengers make it to the end, and that is to say that one of them is not alive anymore at the end. There's a funeral. And Pepper Potts is grieving. <laughs> She's grieving because her fiance. No, they're married at this. Oh, are they are they. They uh, when they go to the future, I don't know. It's like five years. When later. they do the five years later, anyway. I'm not saying who it is. I'm just saying she's grieving because her husband is dead. His daughter's grieving. Everyone's there at the funeral except Vision doesn't get to be there. He doesn't get to come back ever. Here's why I think it's safe to spoil this movie at this point. Because Spider-Man Far From Home uh, trailers are now playing on network television. so Oh, so now they're like, everybody's seen right. in-game, Preview- obviously. When, when previews for another movie are spoiling this one and they're playing openly for the world, yeah, let's get over if, ourselves. If you didn't see in-game by now, you're, you're either not going to or you don't give a you shit. You don't care that much. You're not a real fucking fan. Anyway, so yeah, great custom. She looks great. <laughs> yeah, long story short. It's, and it's not even a... It's sad to call it a custom because no skill went into this. Well, it's just re, it's just mixing and matching. And I really question the blonde paint that you made her hair blonde, but... Um, now, hear me out. <laughs> she needed bigger tits. Oh, God. And she needed blonde hair. She's kind of a different character. She's kind of like my own original content now, like my own character that I invented in my head. And um, I kind of play out different scenarios with her. It's not X-23 anymore. I really think you did a great job, though, like exposing the roots where you didn't make her completely blonde. You made it look like dyed blonde, but growing out a little bit, kind of like uh, Black Widow in Endgame. (laughs) What was with that anyway? I don't know. Uh, a thousand think pieces about her roots. <laughs> uh, that's just because I'm really bad at painting. That oh, wasn't okay. that was not on purpose. I'm sorry to say. Uh, of course, I arranged my my really. I have a sad start to my Into the Spider Verse display, which may or may not ever happen. <laughs> there's like there's not even a, re- a regular Spider Man in there. And of course, I got my complete Captain Marvel display. Got my superior foes with Spider-Man, a personal obscure fave, um, all in a row there. So, Great yeah, job. Great that, that's that's what I've been doing lately, toy-wise. And I and that's, that's basically it. I've been uh, working myself to death, sleeping, and playing uh, this bad video game called Fallout 76. Sometimes I play a, a, this game game about cowboys it's called red dead redemption not often enough. i know adam got ahead of me level wise probably way ahead of me now but i find the i find it hard to get multiplayer to kind of click and to get it's just hard to line up your schedule it is it is unless you're in like some sort of like net like worldwide network of people that all <sighs> yeah. play together but it's very hard. But I need you on call for Red Dead Online so we can do posse races. What's that? 
Well, every once in a while, one of the daily challenges will be just complete a posse race. And it's when you're in a posse and you can initiate a race where just you and the rest of your posse race. So okay. if you could just be on call so I can be like, hey, let's posse race real quick. And then we could just do a quick race. So and race against each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We can. Uh, I mean, I, I'm totally up for it. You never call. You never text <laughs> and say, hey, let's Red Dead right now. Uh, I mean, maybe I'll do it. I'll okay. probably I'll probably say no, but it'd be nice to just get get the call. Well, just so you know, right now I'm trying to complete a 28 day streak of daily challenges. So I've been on there oh. every single day for the last 21 Holy days, uh, at least one. And usually, sometimes it's only for like long enough to get one daily challenge, which is sometimes just change your belt buckle or something <laughs> like that. So uh, sometimes I'm not I on love there. These challenges, yeah. Fallout so, 76 has them too. So I'm not sometimes not on there very long, but I have been on at least once a day for the last almost a month. <laughs> daily challenge: do a jump five times. <laughs> yeah. One was uh, like eat five fresh produce. So I just went to a store and bought five apples and then <laughs> ate them all there in the store. It was a real challenge to my gaming. Uh, and your horse was like, those were for me. <laughs> That's what I feed my horse. Fresh apples. Oh, you're making a mistake. Spending too much money. Hay does the trick just fine. And it's way cheaper. Hay? Yeah. Where do you get hay? Stable. That's weird. Yeah. How did I not even know about hay? You can tell how much I know about this game. <laughs> how good I am at it. I beat the story mode, folks. Well, good job. Um... In other video game news, Fallout 76 just added a Fortnite mode. That's right. <laughs> Battle Royale. And yes, you can build things just like your favorite game, Fortnite. Does it? Now I don't even want to really get into this. It's better than Fortnite, which is a bad game. It's strange. They're doing, they're throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks to to make people happy with Fallout 76. I can't wait for Fallout 76 zombies. <laughs> They're already like undead creep. They're not undead. No, this is specifically going to be a new zombie mode. Okay. Not not feral yeah. ghouls, but zombies. They're just straight up walking dead zombies. <laughs> so they're slow. Right. They're like not even fat. Like those ghouls will leap across like, uh, you know, 10 yards to, to bite you in the face. <laughs> But yeah, stuff's always happening in that Fallout 76. Uh, I find the Battle Royale mode to be very brief and <laughs> unsatisfying. That is how I find all... Yeah. Any any sort of online mode that requires me to compete directly with other players yeah. is always very brief but for was, me. When I was talking with other players, the, the appeal seemed to be that it's not just children, like as in a Fortnite. It's a little bit more mature player base, and if that seems to help at all, I I don't know. Still don't care about. I it. mean, okay. <laughs> well, I'm never going to convince you. I guess you're not going to come play Fallout 76 with me and be on my team and build a cool base. Anyway, this is video game talk. <laughs> that was our video game variety. We have hour. a lot of. We got a lot of questions. I put out a call. For the Shelf Life mailbag. Yep. We've had some ideas, had some questions. And the mail overfloweth. So let's just spend the rest of the time doing that. Oh, we Wait, still got you garbage. Got a, yeah, you've got a, a very interesting thing. Okay, so. Should we take a short break or <laughs> how how long 
How much of your podcast? How much of the podcast and time are you going to waste with with your? Uh, as your much as we fun? want, I I can pull them out as fast. As, I mean, we can talk about them as fast as I pull them out, or we can really stop and analyze these things. But all right, we'll we'll be right back, and we'll do Adam's surprises, and then we'll do the mailbag on Shelf Life. We're back on Shelf Life, and Adam, why don't you first tell us about the box okay. that you've brought? So, I've shared this story before, but I went to a party, and I'll keep this as brief as possible. Went to a party where people were moving out. They had a shelf of dusty crap uh, that was just a lot of various figures, collectibles, things like that. But junk they didn't really care about, just stuff that knickknacks they'd kind of collected. Just complete trash, folks. And they weren't planning on moving it with them, so they let me go through it. Uh, and at first I grabbed like one thing, but then I was like, you know, this could actually be fun for the podcast. So, God I, so I started grabbing a bunch of stuff and then I needed a place to carry it all. So <laughs> frantically looking around the room, I found the only container possible, which was an empty Michelob ultra, uh, six pack case, 12 pack case, Ugh. 12 slim cans. Oh my God. They're slim. Making it extra pre- pre- pretentious. So this was Michelob ultra flavor. Lime cactus. <laughs> I get lime. A lot of beers do that. But what the fuck is... Why put cactus in the mix? I don't know. What even is that? I, I'm i not interested enough to know what a slim okay. can of Michelob Ultra lime cactus tastes like. It's but. for women. It's clearly for women, folks. <laughs> oh, no. uh, so this is what uh, all these junk figures are. And Blake, I'm going to warn you right off. Um, I don't know if you want to put on some gloves. I was originally intending on cleaning these up. I never did. So Damn these it. are still just kind of right. gross well, and dusty. I'm not touching them. Uh, and this is this from the, the same hall that you got that G.I. Yes, that the G.I. Joe. Joe I gave away a couple episodes to Josh's yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He probably threw it away. So without further ado. Yes. Figure number one. Oh, shit. Is a. Oh, wait, let me na- let me name these things as you pull them out. Okay. So we can. Um, show to the audience how how good I am at recognizing characters. This is Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Who made these? Like Jazzwares or something? No, the, this is like an older figure. So this would have been, I have no idea who made it, but this would have been a line from probably a while ago. Because I'm guessing all of these were like flea store finds or, or yeah, flea market I finds. I remember, yeah, some of them in Toys R Us and stuff. Uh, he's got very loose joints. Yeah. He did not come with any accessories, but one hand was obviously built for a sword or something, so he looks like he's in a constant... Um, yeah, jack-off hand. Jack-off hand, that. right. Um, Is he very well articulated? He looks oh, oh, like yeah. somewhat articulated. Yeah, he's got, I mean, he can do splits. Oh, he can and, do those splits. Uh, let's see, single joints on the elbows and knees. Single, see. But we've got wrist joints, we've got bicep joints, shoulder. Now I gotta know what company... Hang on. Okay. Looking up who did this. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Mattel, honestly. Really? I, I, for some reason, I thought one of those weird ones like Jack's Pacific or something. Hang on. <laughs> um, this is this it? Nineteen ninety one Hasbro Scorpion, three point three and three quarter inch. It's basically a GI Joe with like scorpion. <laughs> that is definitely paint not him. It. This guy's this guy's six inches. Yeah, yeah, I. We should have mentioned that. That's funny that they did Mortal Kombat G.I. Joe's in 1991. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think. No, I had Street Fighter G.I. Joe's. OK, I was right about 
there there is a jazzware set, but this is a different one, right? Yeah, that's different than this one. But that that's the jazzware one. He looks similar. He doesn't look that old. He looks probably mid mid aughts. Maybe rare. Later. That the jazzware's one's going for sixty dollars, and it says rare. Wow. Uh, I'm actually sure probably the Scorpion of any Mortal Kombat line was probably fairly. Oh, Funko rare. did Savage World Mortal Kombat. That I did not know. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. NY New York Comic Con exclusive from 2015. Definitely no, that's not. not it. That's Mezco. This one's been collecting dust for longer than 2015. Well, depends on how much dust we got. He looks terrible without his mask. Does his mask come off? No. There's a version that does, and it's no good, folks. Wait, maybe this is it. This is also a Jazz Wears. It doesn't say a year. Compare that picture. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that looks like that looks like that could be it. I think I found it. It's an old Jazzwares one. Now look at the listing price. Uh oh. What? <laughs> oh my god! So, I told you any Scorpion one's probably worth. If money. you have this mint on card, how much does it is it going for on eBay? Uh, it's going for a hundred and twenty dollars. That's fucking insane. I can't. So. Everything about this looks correct, except it looks like the fists are not the same. But everything else looks exactly the same. That's weird. Let me see it. But I don't know. I think you need to, regardless, you need to sell this uh, shit that you got for free off a shelf. I mean, I'm sure it would probably go for some money if it's worth that much boxed. But this has no accessories. The joints are extremely loose like this head is just like bobbling around yeah i can see that his head is limp i mean he's definitely not in good condition i mean the paint really he's not like scuffed up or anything well anyway that's scorpion keep keep going what else scorpion uh bag of box of fun did i drop one on accident uh something fell that i well i don't know The whole box. I have no idea what that is. Okay. Okay, Let me name. Let. let, Okay. Adam has pulled out. I'm going to say Mecha Godzilla. It is Mecha Godzilla. Nailed it. Uh, This is more of a. I don't. There doesn't seem to be. I guess there's a little articulation. Yeah. He doesn't move much. And he just broke his arm off. Yeah. His arm comes off. We're we're not going to say I broke it off. We're going to say it comes off (laughs) by design. Um, Yeah. Very minor articulation. Okay. Uh, and that's what, like a five inch thing? Yeah, about a five, four or five inch. Does it say who makes this on like the feed or something? Um, no. I have no idea who like has the license for Godzilla toys. Nor do I. Something to- else just fell off of him. There are pieces just flying off of this. He's broken yeah. as hell. Uh, I do not even know where this one came from. Oh, it's one of his. It's one. Oh my God. It's, <laughs> his, his jaw man. just fell off. This thing is literally just he falling has, apart in my hand. He has leprosy and he's just <laughs> decomposing in Adam's hand. How could this not have any. This is crazy. How could this not have any articulation but so many parts that just. Fall? Maybe it was like a build your own mecha gut. There's the head. His that, whole head's gone. So the head and the jaw are just three different parts. Do you somehow. think it came in pieces and you were meant to build it? Maybe. Maybe it's a it's model. It's like a kit. Yeah. Well, Weird. I don't know how it managed to survive in this box full of 
junk toys without completely falling well, apart. But. Look up what it's worth later. I, I'd be interested to know, and I think you should try to get some money out of it. Okay, here's, here's one uh, you may like. I have no idea what this is. Oh, I, I want to guess. Oh, shit. Okay, this looks like the lamest toy that any <laughs> child has ever had. <laughs> this is some sort of... Uh, very cheap. Like it would have been a like a smaller company that made a cheap uh, historical yeah. figure, like founding father. That's a, yeah. This may be Jefferson or it looks. Can, I'll t- I'll touch it. Let me look at that one more okay. up close. Yeah, it looks like a a, a let's learn history action figure, <laughs> and I use the term action loosely. He's got pantaloons. I'm not lying. One of those long Revolutionary War coats. He's got the puffy pirate shirt and a ponytail. What is this? It could be a Thomas Jefferson without the, he doesn't have a white wig, he's, he's, but he's got long brown hair. Yeah. I don't know. This is weird. I want to know where this came from. There's no information or markings on it. I'm just going to pretend it's from the Broadway hit musical Hamilton. And let's he, say it's a figure of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Paint it black and you got yourself a George Washington. <laughs> Okay. Uh, interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. Not one worth talking about very much. Nah. Um. Oh man. What the fuck this is, is that? This is like a little figure. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to take this one out of my hand. Okay. Without looking at it, and then look at it. I okay, can't put it in my. Hand I can't show it to I'm you. I'm looking away. I'm closing my eyes. It's a. It's just a tiny little figurine. It's not an action figure, or doesn't have any moving parts. Can but, I look at it now? Yep. <laughs> Blake, will you describe what's happening on that figurine? It's a little man pissing. <laughs> he and just has a little wire. A little clear, transparent tube is coming from the fly of his jeans. There is no penis on this figure. No it's just- penis, just a hole. Maybe it's a vagina. A urethra, I should say. I, yeah, I would. I want to know where this came from, and there's nothing on the bottom. Yep. He comes on a base. This is a statuette, not a figure. It's it's almost like if you were into model trains, this would be yeah, the type of little maybe. figure you would have like on your model train set. <laughs> yeah, you could have a guy pissing on the train. Yeah, just some some degenerate. Like, yeah, they've got to have hobos that go with the model train sets, right? Okay, here's one that I think Blake, especially teenage Blake, would have a, a major appreciation for. Uh, I'm trying to think of what teenage Blake would want. Like Jay and Silent Bob or something. Oh my God, Blake! Oh my, oh my God! <laughs> you it's nailed literally it. Literally, fucking Silent Bob. It is blunt. Uh, to be okay. completely accurate, it's Blunt Man. Oh my God! With his uh, what are they like dildo lightsaber or whatever it is? Yeah, I don't, dildo saber. Or it's he, a bong. I guess it's a bong technically, but and he's he's got a a soft goods coat on yep and, and actual real hair. hair which okay, is what me, makes see that one. okay hold by the legs though the coat feels so gross it just makes you feel dirty touching oh, God. it oh it looks it looks filthy yeah he looks filthy all around now i want to know this is what, circa when this is kind of a retro style it's like an eight inch figure like i said real hair soft goods coat the rest of it's so hard weird. plastic this boy uh, needs a bath. It would have bad. been it would have been around saying Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, right? Like, I think it maybe this is what that's what this is based on. Yeah. That, their appearance in that movie. 
I wish I didn't know so much about these characters. <laughs> I'm trying to read what it says on the foot. Oh, I can't even see it. I don't know if it's time for a new glasses prescription or if it's just like unreadable. Are, yeah. Um, yeah. I I can't remember who who used to make these back in the day. Now they now it's like Diamond Select is yeah. making the Jay and Silent Bob shit. They made those clerks figures. Yeah. But this looks way like a way different type of thing weird yeah. okay where's jay though where's jay I, I don't have a jay i only have blunt man who only has bob okay so <laughs> blake is like desperately getting this crap I off am, his hands yeah, now. i'm rubbing the filth i'm telling you if that. everyone can just put on their imaginary hats right now we don't have the uh shelf life augmented reality glasses to sell you yet yet, yet. But eventually we will have those where you can look at the figures with us this oh is that'd life. be so cool um but if you could put on your hats and imagine toys that are just in the grossest condition possible. Just so much dust and <laughs> grime that Adam refuses to clean. Okay, so here's where the comedy chops are really going to come into play. Because I've got two things to show you left. And I'm not sure which is going to be the biggest punchline. So All right, I'll be the judge of that. I'm, gonna, I'm going to stick with this one. It's a twofer. This is not the biggest punchline. This is the, this is the runner-up. Okay. <laughs> This is Ren and Stimpy classic. Ren, Ren and Stimpy figurines that oh their assholes are <laughs> magnets. Oh, they're magnetic. They're, and they they're stick, bumping butts. Yeah, they're bumping butts, and they they stick together by their butts. The butts are magnetized, so they stay in that bump position. And they're both on two little bases, so you can just. Where do these come from? Uh, <laughs> wait. This one may say something on the bottom. God, I can't, okay. This looks like an older one. Why is it so dark in this office? Because I got the mood lighting on. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's something. I can't read it, though. It's not. Yeah, it's not I mean, like a Funko or a kid robot from like nowadays. Not. No, no. This is definitely an older. I can't tell. Sorry. Well. Viacom International, but that's the. That's yeah, probably that's the, who owned Nickelodeon um, and MTV. It looks like something like Sababa or something. It's some no-name small <laughs> some company, I'm sure. Some defunct toy manufacturer. Yeah. Well, if you know the answer, hit us up online. Uh, so that, okay. That goes for any of these toys. If you can ID something without seeing it, that'd be impressive. Okay, and finally, for the grand finale. Yes, I'm ready to laugh. This actually has three parts to it. I can't. Oh God! Is this an Austin Powers thing? It is Mini Me in a spacesuit. Oh God! And what's the thing? He comes with a little Mister Bigglesworth. Okay. A little hairless cat that I just dropped. What's is that? What's the thing with him though? Oh, do you not remember a these base? figures? No, I don't. So okay. sorry, I didn't collect Austin Powers figures. Regrettably, I did. Um, <laughs> the figures came with yeah a little speaker box that had lines from the movie. Oh, that's and weird. also a little picture that like a, a little standee picture for them i guess to display with like weird this type of thing it does not work we cannot hear uh, what the quotes for the movies well, were although i don't know what the mini didn't he quotes. not talk I wasn't that his so. thing i think he just like flipped people off a lot yeah but anyway he also comes with this little hairless mr bigglesworth that he can hold i suppose okay so he's in he's in his space suit yep can i can i see this one i don't yep. know why i'm these I actually I'm had asking. they're not that old. These are probably like 2002, 2003. And 
they really didn't have too bad of sculpts and paints, but they He's were articulated more, just a little bit. Yeah, they they didn't really have much articulation. They were clearly meant to be just displayed. display pieces, almost like statues. His yeah. feet swivel. Again, we got this tiny text. Okay, new, new fair. McFarlane. It says McFarlane on it. That seems right. Because McFarlane confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> because they did the movie stuff like they did around the same time they did yeah. Planet of the Apes. And obviously that one, like I said, had care taken with the sculpting and the yeah. the paint. It looks like a McFarlane sculpt. Right. It is well done, but I do not care about whatever this is. <laughs> so that's all the trash I have for today. All right. Thank you for show and tell. That was good. Now sell them immediately. I was going to say, let me know if there's anything that you're just desperate to get your hands on out of that pile. Give me the scorpion and I'll flip it. <laughs> we we should dive into the listener mailbag because there's okay. a lot of it. A ton. You didn't get anything, did you? Or was it just me doing this? No, I actually got, I asked a specific question and I got some responses on it. I've actually asked two specific questions and got a handful of responses. I'm so on bad each. at Twitter. I don't even know, but I look forward to hearing what your questions were. Okay. Um, can I uh, pose this this one first? Sure. So I asked, I got questions from listeners on Instagram at Shelf Life Podcast and Canario underscore Styles asked, what characters are you most wanting from McFarlane Toys first in the DC line? Or wait, no, from McFarlane Toys first DC line. So... What, who do you want to see first when McFarlane finally starts pumping out these DC toys? I would like to start seeing some uh, new gods, personally, which I think cool. are going to be very low on the priority list. But they would be. They would be. But it would be really cool. Yeah, they would do a really great job. It's with been too long since we had them. Yep. But they're, it sucks that they're more obscure and I don't know. But maybe with the new gods movie eventually coming out, maybe there will be a bit of a resurgence and in interest in that. Maybe. If they're like the movie versions, I mean, that that's one yeah. thing. If the movie's not good, that's a whole... I was going to say, um, depends on how, how much I like yeah, the movie, exactly. whether that's a good or bad thing. I'm sure the first thing they'll do ever is a Batman, and I want a Batman. I want lots of Batman, but I also want to see other characters. Maybe characters that DC Collectibles and Mattel weren't making over and over. Um, other than Batman, I don't know. God, who do I want to see? Uh, all of Batman's friends and his enemies. Let's let's pose it like this. Um, instead of specific characters, is there a specific style or era or artist that you would like to see represented, or would you like them to see them do some sort of original concept? I, I would like to see them do their own take on the comic style characters. So I don't need more movie shit. Yeah. Or, you know, TV show stuff. I agree. I, I would like to see some original concepts of like, like I think a, a rogues gallery, Batman's rogues gallery would look awesome if someone did something really different with it, but not so different. Not like the luchador thing. No, <laughs> that DC collectible, yeah. not like wild, but something that's kind of within the realism of the comic. But at the same time, like a fresh take on the characters. Yeah. And they, they're doing a lot of new characters in DC comics, which haven't been represented yet. Um, so they did this Duke Thomas, uh, character Mattel did. I want to see him in his signal suit, his yellow 
bat suit looking thing. Uh, that would be really cool. I I doubt that'll happen anytime yeah. soon, but McFarlane would be really cool if they did that. Honestly, I bet if Mattel had kept the license longer, I bet that signal would have been made sooner than later. But yeah, maybe. But yeah, now it's back to the back yeah. to the drawing board. Um. Oh. Uh. Well, I maybe Mattel's doing a Tim Drake Robin before they are gone. They did. They uh. They showed a prototype of it. But if they don't do it, yeah, McFarland definitely should. With as far in advance as they plan those, I would imagine there was at least one wave left, right? Right? Maybe not. Yeah, there, there's supposed to be some more. Um, Orphan, who is on the kind of on the Batman team, also known well, Cassandra Kane. She's gone by many names. She was Batgirl back in the day. Um, her outfit's cool. She'd be a cool character to do. We haven't had enough good, like, comic-styled Wonder Womans. I know I'm just saying, like, the most generic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your, new, just... your new gods one was way better. <laughs> like, I mean, we could get so wild, and I'd be like, I want a Doom Patrol based on the Gerard Way and Nick Darrington comic. Right. But, like, it's so obscure. Like, who's going to buy it? But it would be awesome if they made it. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Fuck, I don't know. Stuff based on the Tom King comics, like Mr. Miracle. Uh, <laughs> I almost said Omega Men, but got, that's yeah. beyond obscure. That's why I said New Gods, because obviously my real, the real one I want is Miss, or <laughs> Mr. Miracle and, and Big Barda, but that could expand out to the New Gods as, as oh, well. Well, speaking of Tom King, here's one. Bane. Yeah. Hasn't been made in forever, and when he was made, it was a build-a-figure that's extremely expensive if you want it now. Uh, so make a, a good Bane that's just like, it's self-contained. Don't make us build them. Bane seems like that one, like that clay face, though, is like, that's just forever destined to be a build-a-figure. <laughs> figure. Like, but like, you don't have to make him 12 inches tall. Like, yeah. he's, he'll be taller and thicker than the other guys, but sure. you could put him on a single card. I mean, look what Marvel Legends does insane shit. Look at the thing. Yeah. And Hasbro, have you seen any of the Overwatch figures from Hasbro? Yeah. Yes. There's one like premium figure that is just gigantic and it's just in a, a box on its own. I but don't it is think I've seen that. Huge. Yeah, they're doing like the two packs. I know nothing about the game. The figures look okay. They look a little small. I don't know the, why they're The heads smaller. are really small, but. I don't know why they did it on a slightly smaller scale than their other stuff. But oh well. Also, you know what's weird is that there are now. Two Fortnite lines by two different companies. I, yeah, that are six inches. Right, that that are six inches. I was gonna say there's even more yeah. other scales. They have but... the little the little ones that yeah, like the kitty ones. Yeah, uh, is that a Jazzwares? It's or Jack specific. It's a company. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's one. Know. It's one of those two. But now the that company is also doing a six inch with high articulation. That's basically just like the McFarland, but maybe not as good sculpt and paint. Yeah. And it's like they the way they've done their license, I guess, is is kind of like it's a free for all. Maybe <laughs> right. I don't know. It must be. So, yeah, that, I'm, that's not a great answer to the question. But uh, my shorter answer is give me Batman. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure I know it's it's a big ask that they make a Batman, but I'd like to see it. OK, what what did you put out there? Uh, I asked. What was a normal retail figure you missed in stores that became too expensive to get on the aftermarket? And exclusives don't count. Oh, God. There's been a lot of these. 
Um, do you have an answer before I read a couple? Uh, you go first because I'm still thinking. I know there are a lot, but I can't think. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I Honestly, I didn't even think about this question myself. Lots of Marvel Legends. I feel like, well, like, especially X-Men stuff, as soon as it comes out, it's gone, and then it's like it's scalped really and then it's yeah shut you know uh marked up like, uh times a million hasbro had that toys r us i think it was toys r us exclusive yeah. that was like the original five x-men that was like in their classic uniform yeah and our toys r us carried that five pack forever I, yeah. I saw it all every time i went in there and then when it finally disappeared i randomly looked that up one time and now it's pretty pretty expensive uh, i can't believe even that one is yeah but uh, okay, so I don't know. What have I missed lately? Lately, I feel like our stores don't even get so much. Shit. <laughs> don't even get the like, good stuff. Yeah, they don't yeah. even get the shit. I agree. There's some older shit like Black Widow from a long time ago. Um, I forget what wave now. I think it was maybe in like the Mandroid wave or something. I think she goes for a lot now, and she's cool looking. Like a Marvel Now Captain America. I think it was called World War II Captain America. I feel like these are ones that are worth a lot more now, but I could be wrong. But yeah. they're, they're totally gone. I don't know. If I was trying to think of stuff without being too specific, I would probably think about all the things I saw when I was a kid. Yeah. That I thought looked cool and maybe wasn't able to get now. That, of course, now are vintage toys that are really expensive, but... At the time, there was just so much, so much on the shelves at toy stores and everything. Yeah. Okay. I have, well, my ultimate missed opportunity of late. This is kind of breaking the rules a little bit. It's not, it's not in a store. What's in an online store? It was. Um, (laughs) And it was a Billie Eilish figurine. (laughs) Limited. She put up online based on the art of. I want to say this Japanese artist's name is Takashi Murakami. If I'm wrong, I'm a racist. <laughs> um, and it's just like the stylized little Billy doll. Um, for $70, and I was like, yeah, that's steep for like this little six-inch thing or something like that. Sure. The next day I checked, maybe even later that day, very quickly, it was sold out. Uh, it must have been very, very limited. I don't remember them saying a number, but now it's then it was like four times as much on eBay. I had completely lost my chance, just like in the blink of an eye. And I was like, shit, I really wanted that. Now I want that even more. Yeah. And I, I fucked it up. Which surprised me because I think when you showed it to me and asked, I was kind of like, eh, I'm sure that's not going to really fly off the it, shelves that fast. Because to me, it was gone. Billie Eilish doesn't seem like she would attract collectors, but I guess she attracts everything right now. It's, it's weird how much of a phenomenon she is for like how weird of a thing she is. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. While you're doing that, I'm going to read a few responses from Twitter to that question. Uh, first from fun dynamite at Sweevart S W E A. V-A-R-T says one he missed out on was Marvel Legends Emma Frost, the Puck BAFs series. Yeah. I left her on the shelf then decided I wanted to build Puck after buying a few others in the series. She was gone and now she's like a million dollars. 
Uh, Fancy Mark at the Fancy Mark on Twitter says all of NECA's Resident Evil line, which I've heard other collectors kind of refer to that as well. I don't remember even seeing that. Uh, And then finally, Daniel M. Ford at Sounding Line. He says he left two yellow stalkers on the shelf at KB Toys in the first year of G.I. Joe 20th, 25th anniversary. Casual glance at eBay shows them at $175 to $300. I wonder if uh, John Arnett has it. I don't know. Um, Just uh, an update on the Billie Eilish doll. On eBay, there's one for $200. Remember, she was $70. I could have had her in hand. One for two hundred, one for one fifty. A hundred and fifty is the cheapest one here, so I can't. I just can't bring myself. It's like once you miss that initial, I don't want to buy some marked up scalped thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, also, I, I, I may or may not have a second binary Captain Marvel figure <laughs> oh, yeah. coming from <laughs> China or Hong Kong um, that was mysteriously on eBay for $18. I bought it. I snatched that up. Then that account selling it was gone the next day. The listing wasn't gone. The account was deleted. And somewhere it said that it shipped, but I don't know that I'll ever get it. So I'm really glad that I had the Walmart backup. But by the end of this month or so, I may have uh, two binary. one, One may just show up. Yeah, and it may be like a knockoff. <laughs> it may be a complete fake. Um, so, okay. In fact, I would argue that that is probably the more likely outcome. Yeah, that'd be kind of a delight, though, if I got this goofy ass. <laughs> I have one that's more of a thinker from Buffalo's Collectibles, friend mm. of the show. I often feel that being a Marvel Legends collector has been one of the most frustrating slash hair pulling hobbies I have had to date. Relatable. This is primarily due to the fact that I almost never find any of the figs I want in retail, whether due to shitty distribution practices or goddamn scalpers. That's right. (laughs) On several occasions, I've contemplated abandoning the hobby altogether because of how insane my mind becomes when hunting, obsessing over a particular figure. Sounds like Adam. (laughs) Currently, it's the Loki Corvus Glaive Walmart 2-pack for me. I saw that in our Walmart briefly. I I think it's gone forever now. Uh, I didn't get it. Have you or Adam ever felt this way with regards to Marvel Legends or any other line? Yes, all toys all the time. Uh, uh, it is particularly tough with Marvel Legends. Um, but yes, I feel that way frequently. In fact, it's what's caused me now to just start paying the little bit of extra money and just pre-ordering entire waves online as opposed to yeah. trying to hunt. Because what will happen is if I'm in the groove of hunting and I'm going really frequently, I would usually stumble upon an entire wave pretty shortly after it was stocked. But if you do not get in that situation, if you miss yeah. when it first gets that stocked, initial stock. then you are never seeing it again. Yeah, and I think that just happened with the X-Men wave with Forge and Jubilee and all that yeah. shit. And now I'm never going to have my uh, Caliban. <laughs> right. I went to Walmart and that that brand new X-Men wave, I saw it all there, freshly stocked. I could see the person that was doing the stocking just a little <laughs> further down the aisle. Uh, and I, I had them all in hand, but I, ju- I had pre-ordered them already. Yeah. And there were a couple imperfections on them that I was like, well, it won't be worth it for me to buy two of these and then cancel. So anyway, I decided to keep my pre-order, but I think I let you know. I let uh, another friend of ours, Andrew Dietz, know. 
that those were there. And I'm pretty sure somebody went back that afternoon and they were maybe yeah. found, maybe found one or two of the less popular ones, but, but speaking of frustration, um, more so than Marvel legends, I would say being a Mattel DC collector is more frustrating because at least our stores actually stock Marvel legends, maybe not the ones we want always, but now our stores don't even stock Mattel's DC stuff. Yeah. Like they've given up entirely unless it's a like Shazam movie tie-in. <laughs> so yeah. if you want like the newest wave of DC multiverse, you're just fucked. Yeah. Unless you want to go online and you're probably going to pay more. But I've, I've missed out. And it's been that way for, for years, I feel like, with, with DC stuff. So being a DC Batman, all that collector has been really hair pulling. Because it's just rare to even see it in stores, at least around here. Yeah, I I, it seems like I don't see them in Walmart hardly anymore. Walmart it's has like, just, they don't do DC Multiverse. Yeah. And um, it's like all Hasbro in Walmart. Yeah. Now. And Walgreens, um, they don't do DC Multiverse anymore unless it's the Walgreens exclusive Bizarro, Bizarro which yeah. they have 50 of sitting there. And that's the only <laughs> goddamn thing. And I don't want it. Yeah. And then they got a bunch of peg warming Marvel Legends from 85 waves ago. Anyway. It looks like based on a couple Walgreens I've been to, the uh, infamous Iron Man is not a hot seller. Not that there's tons of them. Oh, yeah. Like some of their exclusives, but I usually see at least a couple every Walgreens I go to. And the really popular ones typically don't sit that long. So, right. Yeah. It, it, like, uh, you know, the thing or something, it's just going to be gone right away. Sure. Okay. You got a, you got another. Well, let's, let's, uh, lightning round these babies. I got okay. a lot of them. Yeah. Hit me. Um, from OG Trilogy, friend of the podcast. Every listener is a friend of the podcast. What are some properties that you'd like to see action figures from? For instance, I'd love to see Back to the Future and Mad Max Fury Road. Those are both good choices. Uh, figures on par with Star Wars Black Series. Uh, and then he has a, a second, a secondary question that's funny that I'll get to in a second. Okay, so I completely agree with this. And I have a. I will not buy... Ghostbusters action figures because to me nobody has really perfected that yet. I know that's weird because not even the Diamond Select Diamond. I I, I really like the Diamond Select animated line. Yeah, wave and I bought those, but the live action stuff pass. Mattel's live action stuff pass. Well, I did buy them at one point and then sold them because pass. They're, they're kind of low quality. Even Mezco's live action one, I'm not crazy about. I would make. It's the closest that maybe somebody's come to having a good, but to me, there's just not been a really great Ghostbusters action figure. And it's the same with Back to the Future, which has not had any action figures, except for like a $300 Hot Toys oh, yeah. 12-inch figure or yeah, something. Yeah, a six-inch line of Back to the Future would be dope. And then you get the car as an exclusive or something for $200. I was even wondering if, since Mezco is doing some live action properties like John Wick and Ghostbusters, yeah. they that street edition Me Gomez that I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. um, it comes with a hoverboard, and I almost wondered if that wasn't some sort of like holy shit packaging because maybe they've are have another figure that may be using a hoverboard soon. 
This is my this is my nightly prayer to myself. <laughs> the next Gomez has a uh, DeLorean packed in, <laughs> just kind of tucked in the back, and it's like, why is this here? Yep. Don't know what an ant needs with a flux capacitor, but he's got one. So, well, speaking of uh, Mezco, I have my Breaking Bads, but this was before I think they made articulated stuff. Yeah. So I'd like articulated Breaking Bads. I'd also like Better Call Saul. Um, I need a Kim Wexler action figure for my own purposes. Um, Funko did some okay quality Skyrim and Fallout figures, but only like two characters of each. Yeah. I believe. I want to see a better company <laughs> do a lot more because um, those are like my two favorite video games, Skyrim and Fallout, um, or favorite series, whatever. I like to see, you know, good articulated um, six-incher. That would be awesome. Just like a fill out the cast of characters there. I think I would like if NECA did some of their retro figures that they have in the ultimate scale and style where they've got the retro lines that have all these different like pretty good pop culture things they've done they've got goonies coming out they've done bill and ted they've done the golden girls a number of horror Mm -hmm. properties and they all have the soft cloth and uh that type of stuff if they did some of those in their like highly detailed ultimate scale especially like a bill and ted or goonies i would love that yeah. Um, unfortunately, it seems like the ultimate stuff gets reserved mostly for horror and alien for, and predator. For xenomorphs and yeah. yeah, exactly. So. All right. I don't but, disagree with you there. What else do I want to see made into a toy line? Weird stuff? I don't know. Uh, I'd like to see a Game of Thrones toy line that's good. Like they've tried, yeah. <laughs> Funko tried it. And uh, most recently, McFarlane's tried it. But there's only four characters. and. I won't even get into it. I'll be honest. You can't find the Game good of Thrones one. does not hold much collectible appeal to me for some reason. Like, it doesn't to me either, but I feel like if if some of the characters I like best were in a good action figure format, I would like them. Yeah, maybe. But I can't. There's supposedly an Arya. Uh, they have a million Jon Snows and <laughs> uh, Daenerys in Target and Walmart. Uh, never seen an Arya once. She must be short packed. Yeah. Um, other shows? I don't know. The Office. Uh, you know, I would actually like if um, someone did like the robots and a few of the hosts and maybe uh, the mad scientist from Mystery Science Theater 3000. I think those would be really and fun. And a playset that is the satellite. Yep. Different rooms. Absolutely. That yeah. seems like it would be a perfect for um, for Diamond Select to pick up. Like, Yeah, I think they, they could do that pull that off i'd like to they could do the like robots. two they could do two really solid waves of that and have a really good good collection set up yeah and um, they do that and they do the build a diorama like the go i mean their oh, ghostbusters yeah, 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 waves yeah. did those build a dioramas so so you could build the room the pieces yeah, diamond yeah. i'm giving you gold listen the, to me he's an ideas man people build a diorama mystery science theater 3000 everyone listening sign my petition Let's if get we diamond go to change.org, we can force them to make this if we get enough signatures. Three That's pack, ha- Crow, Tom Servo, Gypsy. You got it. Oh, the other I need one. this now, What's now that other? it's in my head. There's other robots. There's that a cam bot, but you never see cam bot because oh, yeah. it's the camera. 
That's the joke. Okay. I think I <laughs> they just They have to hold a mirror up it. to camera. Just got it. Um robot roll call. <laughs> uh was okay. I have to move on. Uh OG Trilogy's other question which was too funny not to read. Have either of you ever had a run-in with another collector while you were out hunting for toys? Oh, man. We've talked about this a little bit, but generally when I see them, I'm just annoyed, want them to get out of my way so I can look at what they're looking at. I don't want them to grab what I'm trying to grab first. Uh, One day I was at GameStop and I was looking at action figures and there was a guy that I happened to see there. I didn't know him. We didn't speak or anything. I just, it was one of those people you happen to see looking in the same area as you Mm -hmm. and think they better not fucking find something before I do. Right. Uh, Then I went next door to Walmart right after that. And as I was in the aisle, that same dude showed up. And then I got really anxious. Like now I'm like really like trying to find something good because I can't. <laughs> you just can't, grab shit. I can't even looking. leave the aisle thinking that this guy may find something better uh, than me. I need every Marvel legend here. Uh, bye. And he was like, he as I was passing, he said, "How's the hunt going?" Or oh, "What boy. are you looking for?" Or something like awkward. that. Awkward. Let's make it more. And awkward. I immediately crumbled inside. Like my man. Let's, Collecting is not a social activity. Yeah, exactly. Please it's don't speak to me. Lonesome, solitary, yeah. pathetic in, hobby. In a lot of cases, like let's put it like I won't say I'm embarrassed to be a collector, but it's not the first thing I tell somebody about on a date. Oh yeah. Or or as oh, I'm yeah. making friends. You know what I mean? So when somebody approaches me in public and is wanting to c- converse about this, it's like Here's my Twitter handle. I'm more than happy to speak about this with anonymity. <laughs> I've never told someone about my addiction before sleeping with them two, three times. Yeah. I mean, it's not a first date thing, like you say. Um, my, uh, my current girlfriend, bless her heart, when she first found out, I think she thought it was kind of endearing. She wanted to see a couple figures. And it was fine. <laughs> you but opened your closet and she was no, no, buried no. under an avalanche. I pulled I pulled a couple figures out of the closet oh, and okay. showed her. It wasn't until much, much later, I think, that she started then seeing some of the closet and was Yee. like, oh. Oh, this is This a isn't just a cute, quirky thing, I don't think. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine it from, the, from an outsider's perspective? How uh, insane. Yeah. And I know there's, oh. there's someone we uh, follow on... Uh, young woman we follow on Twitter that's that's into collecting and uh she's kind of pretty open about it. She's like, yeah, I show the guys that I, you know, my collection. If they don't like it, they can fucking leave. I think it's a little different though. Like, you know You think guys are more tolerant than women are of it? Well, yeah, and we're we're more tolerant creatures, you know, more more <laughs> open minded, more woke. No, I mean I, I just I think there's some sort of gender difference there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but I think I know who you're talking about, I'm pretty sure. And I think I'm just saying she can get away with it a little easier, maybe. Also, she just has more of a don't give a fuck attitude. And yeah, and m- more so than me. Yeah, I'm much more of an anxious. We're ashamed of ourselves. Yeah. Um, more so than seeing a fellow collector, I hate seeing children in the toy aisles. <laughs> that really bothers me. Yeah. So, uh, okay, what else you got? Um, you know, my other one is another like question that was posed and I got a series of answers. I feel like at this point, maybe that'd be better for another episode. So let's, let's table that one and okay. you give me more questions. Uh, 
yeah, I can do quick, quick, quick fire ones. Any figure that made you wish you had your money back? That's from John Zinke on Instagram. Um, I've done that. I, that's happened a couple times with Mezco figures, not because I didn't like the figure, but because they're so expensive and you really have to know what you want with Mezco because it's very easy to look at those figures and think that is a great looking figure. I want it and then get it in hand and being like, ah, but why do I need it? What does it go with? What? And that's, and that's happened to me a couple times. The lucky thing about that is with Mezco, you pretty much get your money back whenever you sell it. Cause yeah, they don't really right. depreciate at all. So I have the, well, everything I buy uh, that I end up not liking depreciates. Um, <laughs> case in point, uh, something I wish I had my money back on the uh, reemergence of uh, shit, Mego. <laughs> wish I had my money back for the uh, Batman and Harley that I bought. Still don't because no one really wants to buy them on eBay for more than a pittance. Are you selling them as a pair or were you selling them? I haven't even put the up auctions yet because oh, okay. it's like, it's not even worth the effort to me because it's like, these aren't selling for shit and I paid $30 each for them. What was I thinking? Yeah. And you would think at least the Batman, just for being a Batman collectible, kind of like the reason you bought it, yeah. you'd think there'd be yeah. people out there wanting it. But. but then they came out with like a better Batman that you can see the head on. <laughs> God's sake. Um there's there's so much stuff that I've turned around and sold after a short period of time that I can't even remember yeah. most of it. It's it's happened a lot with me with Marvel Legends too, where I bought stuff on impulse and didn't really want it for anything. And uh, yeah, almost every Funko Pop that I've ever bought, um, I ended up just wanting my money back. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have almost none of them now. Yeah. I, I will say the three I've got are three that I really like and want, but yeah, I've definitely sold some. I bought some Fraggle Rock ones that I thought, this is great. I love Fraggle Rock. There's no Fraggle Rock stuff. And then after like several months, it was like, why the fuck do I have Fraggle Rock Funko Pops? Fraggle Rock, uh, going back to a previous question, I think that would be a good, um, kind of like the Palisade. Okay. Did Palisades already do this with Fraggle Rock? No, they just started, they just started dipping their toe into Sesame street when they went under. So they were doing, they had a really solid Muppet line Yeah, and they started barely doing some Sesame street. I think they had like one figure maybe. Well, Fraggle Rock would have been next, I think, and should be, uh, you know, should they do it again? Here's my problem with Fraggle (laughs) It's sorry to go on. No, I love it. And I would even think like, oh, Diamond Select could maybe move on that. Although I don't think they will. Uh, But Fraggle Rock is a weird scale because even though they're puppet sized in the the video, I think canonically they're actually very small creatures. Yeah. So it would be it would be very hard to scale them with other figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they should make tiny miniatures of them and they can like. Right on the shoulders of your Muppets. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, I think I have one more because we're running out of time and I've got like a thinker here. Give me just a moment, though, to find the one I want to use for our last one. <laughs> okay, this is a joke one, but real quick. AKA Hooded Figure Collector asks, Dear Shelf Life, Floam or Gak? <laughs> and I just want to say our friend uh, Andrew Dietz 
wanted to ask the same question, which is her wanted to ask a question about Flom, which is really weird that two people were thinking about Flom at the same time. Um, I had a lot of Gak. I played with that shit as a child. I remember it, it stank like shit, but we still played with it a lot. What was Flom? Flom was a weird substance like that, but it had this crazy, like bubbly, crunchy type texture yeah, it to had, it. It was like boba tea, but for silly putty. <laughs> and frankly, it was repulsive. I would take Gak any day. They're of both the week. repulsive. Gak was repulsive too because of the stink, and it would just collect like all the gunk that if it would fall on the floor, yeah, get diseases in it. <laughs> and then you'd put it, you'd pop it right in your mouth because you're a child. If you'd find the needle that it had collected immediately in your mouth. And, <laughs> and uh, you swallow that sucker. Yeah, but still, I just felt like Gak had a much more pleasant hand feel to it than. You know how people, that's great. I love that. Than Flom. People, you know how people say mouth feel for food. I think there should be, I think hand feel should be a toy criteria yeah it's it's like um it's like the opposite of cereal with cereal you want it to be crunchy you don't want it to be soft and you want a good mouthfeel with your with your play slime you want (laughs) you want soft and gooey you don't want crunchy whatever i don't even know how to articulate what that texture is but it was was gross and Slime is everything right now. Slime is huge. Why are we, have we seen a resurgence in GAC? I don't know because I'm not paying attention and I don't watch YouTube. You know what's interesting is that's such still a cornerstone of Nickelodeon's brand, despite the fact that nothing of theirs, I mean, they, for like the Kids' Choice Awards, they still slime people. Yeah. And it's still kind of the, the imagery in their brand is the, the slime, the orange slime, but it, it's not like their show like it, their shows used to be filled with that shit every yeah, show had it, slime in every it. show was just a game show where they slimed teens i think <laughs> yeah just for different reasons yeah it was so many slime shows and now it's just not anywhere bring back slime to nickelodeon yeah. i say even though we're out of time i want to ask this final uh head scratcher uh matt mccauley on instagram thank you matt what would be your ultimate Marvel Legends line? I'm sorry that everything's about Marvel Legends. Yeah, but what the you hell? know what? It's our podcast. Fuck off. Pick six figs and a Build-A-Figure. It can be themed like 80s X-Factor team or whatever the hell you like. Love the podcast. Well, thank you for saying that and for listening. Um, so if you could do like a six-figure hmm. wave. And a Build-A-Figure. Yeah, your dream wave and the, your dream Build-A-Figure. Gosh, to, not to sound ridiculous, but I feel like my dream wave is kind of happening right now, um, which is a lot of the 90s X themed X-Men. Yeah, but they're spreading it out over like eight different waves. Sure, sure. Um, if one solid wave of just Jim Lee 90s would be like mind-blowing. Boy, that's an interesting one. I need a, a moment to think on that, yeah. especially the Luckily, we have part. the power of edit where we can. Yeah, uh, and I will take out so much silence. Um, yeah, if there were just a, a, a pure Jim Lee 1991 or whatever year it was wave, I think I almost want to say Cable would be the build figure because he's so enormous. Yeah. Oh, like one of the like real Rob Liefeld. Yeah, cables, like, like even huge. the cable that we just got recently that I'm looking at right now is like two times the height of Wolverine. Yeah. 
Uh, he could be a build a figure in his own right. Yeah, or like a comically large one that's Rob Liefeld where he's tiny at the feet and just gets bigger and bigger as he goes up to the shoulders. And it would be like the Batman, the animated series line where he'd have <laughs> right. to have a stand or he'd fall over. Yeah. How about a Rob Liefeld wave where nothing can stand <laughs> of its own I accord? I like that idea. Just re- A oh, Deadpool that's so it's just all wonky looking. The, the hands are just tiny and mangled and... Yeah, and a, a Captain America, you know, the one with like the giant tits. <laughs> and the pecs that make no Yeah, like, they just sense. span from one side they of the comic to out. the other. Just the oh, whole. my Lord. No, I, I, want, I want one that's like could be real. Oh, uh, you know what would be great? I don't know what the Build-A-Figure would be, but the original run of Marvel Zombies, like a Marvel Zombies wave would okay. be really dope. Um, they did, didn't Marvel select... Do a few Marvel. We're talking zombies. about Marvel. Legends. I know. I know. Try and stay with I, me. I here. know. I know. I know. <laughs> Just saying, I prefer Marvel Legends too. I don't think they did that many of them. Uh, but I don't know. Honestly, that was one that I really like the aesthetic of. I don't really remember the actual book that much. <laughs> I mean, who does? It's it's dead Marvel characters. Was there a zombie Galactus? Then make that the uh, Build-A-Figure. I don't That know. would be a good one. You know, one of the big old zombies. I'm pretty sure there was one. Um, it's hard to think of, you know, maybe my dream wave would not have a cohesive theme, as many waves don't. Or they sort of do, but they don't really. But, like, I want to see some characters that are just overlooked in it, like Squirrel Girl. Got another one. Okay. Okay. Uh, Generation X, which is something they haven't really tackled much. It would still be in the X-Men vein, which, of course, I love, but get some of those kind of lesser figures, especially the modern ones like uh, Anole and um, Armor and Glob. And, I don't even know these fuckers. <laughs> uh, I think I... Nature Girl. They would be... They wouldn't... I don't think they would be hot sellers but i Maybe think there not. i think there would be a group of collectors that would really really like some of the modern generation yeah. x uh figures and i i guess glob would actually ah there's a couple that would be good build of figures for that i okay my dream wave would be um obscure outcasts <laughs> that no one else wanted so it would be squirrel girl it would be Howard the Duck. Oh God, yes. Um, who else? <laughs> it's uh, who's like not who's too weird to be made? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. There's such a they made Gwynpool, which is just wild. Yeah, but she's kind of a fan favorite. We I want guess. we want people that nobody wants. Nobody <laughs> wants fucking Howard. <laughs> people should be wanting Squirrel Girl. I mean, they're, they're making her in, like, girls' dolls lines now. Yeah. What about, is it Moon Girl and Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Devil fuck. Dinosaur? Fuck. Yeah, that's it. Moon Girl is a figure. That would Devil be a- Dinosaur is the Build-A-Figure. Or or they could do one of the rides, two packs, where it's- Oh, shit. Yeah. The that two could, of them. That could be a thing. But uh, wouldn't it be cool to just build this enormous T-Rex? Yeah, that actually of, would be really you know, crazy. A, a piece of a T-Rex in each- and and one one of them just has these tiny arms, <laughs> uh, and then one one figure would have an enormous tail, yeah, that takes up most of the box. And then Howard the Duck is like in the corner because he doesn't take up that much space. Yeah, How, Howard the Duck comes packed with the head, and they do it in a crazy way where they like put him 
they pack him in between the jaws of the the giant head. <laughs> now that's good packaging. Yep. Um. The and oh, who is it that we? Oh, Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur makes me think of the um. Shit! What was that tie-in miniseries I just read? Secret Warriors, I think it was called. Secret Warriors. It was a tie-in with uh, Secret Empire or Secret Wars or some of that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it had a good writer and artist. Um, they were in that. I want to see characters like that. Like, um, well, she's not even that obscure, but Daisy Agent Daisy Johnson. They should make her not like, uh, not like a show version from the TV show, but like the comic version because she looks really cool in that, a.k.a. Quake. They should do her. And maybe they could make it to where, you know, like generic or you can swap the heads for like a generic female shield agent. Yep. We need more more shield agents. Um, you know, what would be another good one would be the Weapon X comic that came out kind of a couple of years ago when they were releasing like X-Men Re- Blue and X-Men Gold. Mm-hmm. There was a Weapon X comic, and it had uh, Old Man Logan. It had Sabretooth. I think Diamond was on the team. Uh, Warpath, maybe. Um, and the Build-A-Figure could be uh, the Hulk Marine. What's his name? The oh. Weapon H, I guess. I, ca- I can't think of maybe. what Maybe. Yeah, I forget, uh, but it was a... I think he was actually... I mean, I don't know how he's doing overall with fans, but I kind of liked him as a character. I thought he was... For I... being a... Hulk Wolverine mashup, yeah. you know, as as silly as that concept is. I don't I know much about those. I didn't it, think it yeah. was too bad, but he good. would be a really cool. It would be a cool figure. That's figure. for sure. Anyway, we've probably milked that vein. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like, I could, I could think a lot longer and harder about my, my dream wave of weird, obscure characters, but, uh, we've, when we've gone way too long, folks, not good. Well, you can cut out some stuff. Yeah. So, we should plug a few things. I think first I should plug the other podcast on my podcast network, Ox Network, A-U-X. It's my wife's podcast, along with her friends, uh, including Josh Arnett, a friend of this show, and a former and future guest. It's called Are You There Pod?, and it's a podcast about uh, reading and discussing older uh, YA young adult uh, campy novels from the 80s and 90s. We're talking about your Babysitter's Club. We're talking about your Flowers in the Attic series, your uh, your other Earl Stein stuff. Uh, Christopher Pike, is that a guy? I don't know. Boxcar children. Yes. I. That's not one of them, but it should be in my mind. Um, also Goosebumps, but I don't think they're doing that. They're doing his more like teen stuff, his edgier shit. Tales from Wayside School. Yes. I, that was my jam when I was a kid, but I don't think that's this podcast. Anyway, we need our own. We need a, we need a, are you there pod? Uh, for, spin for off kids, kids where, stuff. We do the, where we do the last books that you and I have read, which are children's. Books. Uh, Captain Underpants <laughs> is a five star read. So yeah, go. Uh, it's it's live now. Uh, wherever you get your podcast. Well, if you get your podcast at Google, Apple, Stitcher, I think Spotify, places like that. 
Are You There pod. It's up now. Episode one is up and they discussed Go Ask Alice and I produce and maybe I make an appearance or two on it. Uh, so, yeah. Good work. I listened to it. It was a lot of fun. Adam approves. So anyway, uh, but I guess, is that the only plug you have? Well, other than the usual stuff. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to get into. So where are we on Twitter? Uh, we're at Shelf Life Host on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, we're at Shelf Life Podcast. Thanks to my band for our theme song. We're called More of That. We have an album that's streaming on all your streaming places. It's called Now More Than Ever. Get our streams up and get us some of those sweet, sweet royalty checks. I, I haven't seen one red cent from streams, and we are promised that we would be paid. <laughs> I don't think anybody's listening except for Josh. That's why. Anything else? Uh, that's it. I think we got it. And So um, I'll take us out. Uh, as as we always say, come on, Barbie, let's go party. That's incorrect. Life in plastic is fantastic. I don't think that's it. I think what I said is the one. Just remembering the song.